0: Welcome to episode number 60 of the Downsize with Style podcast to help you create a happy home and refine your apartment lifestyle. My name is Bettina Deda. I'm an interior stylist, writer and author of the award-winning book Downsize with Style. I love helping people achieve a stylish and functional home in a more compact space. Affordable housing is for a growing population is a very um, big topic here in Australia and um in the past year since I started my podcast I have spoken to many people helping empty nesters making the right decision when it comes to finding a new place to live. So for example I sp- uh, spoke with a strata searcher about body corporates and what people need to consider when um investing in an apartment. I talked to a lady from Perth who publishes a strata um newsletter called Look Up Strata with valuable information around this topic. We interviewed um, the founder of Seniors Housing Online, which is a real estate platform for people trying to find the right place to live um, in Australia and overseas. And I also talked to Chris Johnson, the CEO of Urban Task Force Australia, um, who does regular research about the popularity of apartment living in uh, Sydney and Australia, and who has actually also downsized recently. And there's an interesting case study of his downsizing journey um, available as well. And then I recently came across a U.S. website called Roommates for Boomers. And I thought, oh, that sounds interesting. So I instantly um, browsed the site and, um, yeah, just had a look what it's all about. And then I found um, a contact there, the founder of this site, Karen Venable, and uh, I thought I'll email her and see if she's interested in having a chat with me. And unfortunately, she was, so um, she's here with me, um, connected with me from Portland, I guess. Is that right, Karen? Yeah, P- Portland, <laughs> Portland, Oregon. Portland, Oregon. Yes, and um, which is quite exciting. We just thought about it. I. Um, I'm here at um, 10 a.m. in the morning, and she's the day before still, so it's quite interesting how you can be connected um, over the world these days. It it certainly is. Yeah. And so let's have a chat a bit about shared living for seniors, which seems to be a huge topic in the U.S., and uh, welcome, Karen. Um, How are you today? I'm very well. Thank you.
1: It's just turning fall here, and it's beautiful.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and it's,
1: it's, it's summer. It's summer there for you.
0: Yes, we have uh, not quite summer, but it's uh, getting warmer now. We had last weekend. We opened our swimming pool season, so to speak. Mm. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it's quite. Um, it was quite hot last weekend, um, over thirty degrees. But now it's gone down a bit to twenty or twenty-five. So yeah, it's nice. So we are looking forward to summer now. <laughs> mm. um, yeah. So roommates for boomers. What um, tell our listeners who are not familiar with your site, and I guess maybe here in Australia there are quite a few who have not heard about that, what it is all about, please.
1: Sure. It's a website that is geared towards um, women boomers over 55, and you either have a home that you want to share or you're in need of a place to share. So it's very similar to um, Match.com, except in a home share situation. Mm Mm-hmm. So what you would do is many people just are searching the internet, not knowing how to get to our site, and they typically um, Google home share, and then our site comes up. Mm -hmm. They're coming in from all over the country. It's just a phenomenon that is so many people are looking for for home shares in our age group. Mm
0: -hmm. So how did you come up with the idea for this service?
1: Well, I was going through a divorce and a friend of mine asked me if I wanted to move in with her. And and I did, and we had a fabulous time. <laughs> and it was just it was just something that I hadn't anticipated how much fun it would be to share a home with another woman. So my friends started noticing, you know, how much happier I was, kind of being back in the college days. And then everyone started talking about what are what are we going to do? You know, many of us are divorced, some of us are widowed, mm. just for just for a variety of reasons. People in our age group find that they're looking for what are we going to do next. So I have a business background. I started seeing if there were any websites available, and there there weren't. But it had co housing had started in Europe. So I got you know I found situations in France in particular that had co co housing and shared housing, and just started looking at the statistics behind how many women there were that were single. There are 28 million single women over 55 in the United States. Mm-hmm. So because of my business background, you know I decided to come up with a with a website, and um, which is what we did.
0: Mm-hmm. I like that story. That's really great. That's um, like a lot of um, businesses have been founded. (laughs) Sometimes you read these stories because someone had this need. And I mentioned before um, Amanda from Seniors Housing Online, and I know her personally. She's here based in Sydney as well. And um, we had a chat a few times and she it was the same story. They were looking for a a retirement village for her um, father and, um, It was such a mess. There was no website where where everything was sort of together. And um, so they kind of went backwards and forwards. And then finally she came up with that idea to, yeah, basically create that platform where um, now all the big retirement village operators basically have their new um, vacancies. And if there's new, you know, new um, apartments being built and stuff like that. So, yeah, so it's all on one platform now, and you can search basically with um, different criteria. That, that's um, same same thing, you know, same pattern. Yeah, it, mm.
1: it it seems it seems that a lot of businesses are started because someone if, is looking if. for something that doesn't exist,
0: mm. and then
1: they, then they try and see if they can make it happen.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So basically. Are you still living then with your friend now? <laughs> no, no. And I'll tell you a little bit more
1: of the story. So she, her her daughter came back home from college. And I ended up moving in with a person that I didn't know. Um, He was a friend of a friend. And he had a condo. And he lived in Berlin. Oh. So he would come back and forth to the United States. I moved in with him for um, a year. And it was another, it was splendid. We just had, (laughs) we just had a wonderful time together. And by the time that, that, and then my son came home from college. So I had to get a place to live and he came back and lived with me. And then that's how that ended. Mm -hmm. I might also add that, that a few years later, I, I got on match.com and, and I found a person that I'm with now, five years later, and we lived together. But it was it was through the experience of two two home shares and then meeting um, my partner on Match.com <laughs> that I really said to myself, "This this works." Mm. And you know, I mean, I'm sure you know a number of people that have met on Match.com by now. So. This is this is somewhat like that, and in, in that we're connecting people together. Mm, mm. Where our questions are a little bit different because what we try and do is get to, you know, <clears throat> some obvious questions that that are can be turn offs to people. Like, do you smoke? Do you party too much? Do you want your grandkids to spend the night? Do you want pets? You know, y- yeah. That, those first few answers determine a lot. Yeah. So based on our algorithm sorts through that, so you're only matched with people who say either like pets or don't.
0: And yeah. Yeah. It it's yeah, that's that that's a that's a good thing because that would have been another question. So how do you not that you move in and then you find out this guy is chain smoking or um right. doing right. whatever, having five dogs in the in the apartment. Yeah, yeah. That's so that's basically the same yeah, idea. So you can type in different search criteria and then yeah, the website gives you some available. Uh, yes, the website does or whatever. Yeah. the
1: website does some initial sorting for you and then you start to look at your own preferences and decide, <clears throat> you know, who you'd like to contact.
0: Mm. So basically, um if I am interested to use the website, so I type in, I'm looking for, uh, how does that work? Do I have to first type in some ideas, uh, some information about myself or? No, no. You, you,
1: you start off by, you say, I either have a home to share or what? I need a home to share. And then you put in your zip code. Mm-hmm. And once you, once you do that, then it leads you into filling out the questionnaire And then once you fill out the questionnaire, if you decide to move forward, you begin to look for who's available in your area. At that point, you're still not paying for anything. You're just searching for who's out there. Mm -hmm. Then if you decide you want to meet that person, you pay a monthly fee of $29.99 and and take it from there. So after a person is matched, you know, it's up to them to do, uh, you know, whatever they need to, to become comfortable with each other. Mm -hmm. We we recommend go out to coffee. If you can go spend a weekend together somewhere to really get to the issue of, are you compatible? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's, 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 it is like match.com, but you've got the dating period with match.com with this. It's really, you know, be cautious Go to each other's homes, you know. Really, say who you are and what it is that you need, and and try and circumvent, you know, a potential problem.
0: Mm-hmm. And so, with that, so basically, people pay a monthly fee or the twenty nine dollars. What, what, um, but what happens once they have found each other? Do they keep paying that, or is no,
1: they, no, no, they don't. It's it's uh, you pay you pay for three months if oh. you find. If you find someone after the first month, you can opt out of the next two months. All right, okay.
0: Yeah, because is that from your experience how long it takes to find someone? Like it, three it months? It takes three,
1: about three months. Mm,
0: yeah, because, I mean, yeah, you have to sort of connect with people and then say, yeah, let's go for a coffee. I mean, that's would be the coffee. first thing. You wouldn't say, oh, I'm moving in, great, tomorrow. So that's correct. That that's is, correct. And then, yeah, there might be some time pass until you sort of get yeah to find a day where you can meet and all that, yeah, yeah oh, that's interesting, so yeah, so basically, and then but so you once um, people connect with each other, you are basically out of that game, that's, so to speak, that's they, they have to sort that's it correct. out themselves, whatever they want to do and if it's working or not. That's correct. oh yeah, okay um so so who is a typical user of your site? It's a basically they're, women, fifty-five. What you mentioned before, or is,
1: they are they are women. Let's just say fifty and over, but they come from all demographics mm. and uh, um, lifestyles. So I can see, like I can look into the, the the database, and for example, we have a homeowner who went to Harvard, for mm-hmm. example. Yeah, and and then so there's a lot of well-educated people, and there are people that, that have called from Israel and Mexico mm-hmm. and you know they're just all over the place uh, about the typical user is it is a, a single 50, 50 plus person
0: so but, but it's, it's it's is it only women or men and women
1: it's but, women right now yeah. and you know we in our projections we after we saturate the women then we do men and couples and then we expand into Europe and do the same thing. Mm. I, so the number yeah. the number of women outnumber the number of men by um, a large fraction. Mm,
0: mm. I guess that's the same here in Australia. I don't have the numbers, but I I've, I'm pretty sure it's quite a few um, a lot a lot of women over fifty. I mean, we have overall um, 6 million people over 55 at the moment and this number is projected to grow to 16 million by the end of the century so it's a, it's a lot of um, this baby boomer generation is very right. strong here and um i um, and, and you can basically see and this is why i actually came up with the idea for my book because um two years ago um after i um i came from germany 7 years ago and then i started um i have a background in ma- in marketing and public relations and then i here i started studying at a design school because i always loved art and design and i thought now is the chance to do that <laughs> and so i did a bit of a career change but i always kept reading a lot and writing stuff and i have my own blog and um and then i started reading about all these apartment developments and you wouldn't believe here it is massive there is no not one suburb almost in here i mean i'm just just talking sydney where there's no apartments being built at the moment um, it's just um, it's it's a, a massive uh, market and well, um, well why is why is that oh uh, because um We have so many people, the the population is um, growing so rapidly. I mean, Sydney is um, going to have 5 million people next year in April, it's projected. And um, the big cities, everyone in Australia wants to live in a big city. (laughs) Mostly Mm -hmm. the people tend to live near the coast and this is where the big cities are. Mm-hmm. You know, like Sydney, um, Brisbane, Perth, Adelaide, Melbourne, and and these are the centres. And then Sydney is so large now. Um, and before everyone, oh, when, you, a lot of people have these big properties. You know, big houses with mm-hmm. a big garden. But at some point, there is no more space now to extend the city even further you know it's so big Mm. it's 100 kilometers now from north to south roughly and then it's 80 kilometers west inland where the blue mountains are and then that's a huge mountain range and that's it so it's kind of that and and as every year more and more people want to um it's not only australia who's growing the population but there's more and more immigrants i'm sure you all (laughs) hear that or know that it's a immigration country here mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. and um, so it's the the population is really growing and there's just not not space any for everyone having to have a house and a garden you know so people and there's kind of apartment living It's becoming very popular here um, as I mentioned this study from um, Urban Task Force Australia um, there was one uh, figure like 56% of siders are already involved in apartment living in some way that means they either um, own an apartment, they rent one, they invest in one, or they intend to move into an apartment. And forty percent of apartment owners are baby boomers, and that's only now Sydney. But it's kind of really interesting mm-hmm. how many um, so it is how many baby boomers retirees tend to, towards apartments, and often in a city or close to the city, right. um, and. Um, but there is also a lot of um young people with children who prefer living in a low maintenance apartment rather than a big house with all the chores and the garden and what else and it's also a thing um a, a, a question of um affordability you know how um if you can what you can afford and and it's it's yeah it's it's a massive thing and this is why i thought i'll um and, and i did basically the same as you did i looked um in amazon and i looked through googled and everything there was no book um no practical style guide that helps Mm -hmm. empty nesters to get going and so i I came up with the idea for that book you know (laughs) it's
1: like well you know it, it is i mean it it's an overwhelming thing to think about moving and what are you going to do with your stuff yeah and so there's a lot of um emails back and forth among people you know what it, what do you recommend so books or books have been written about things like that you know it's hard to give up your your
0: mm. things yeah
1: so I think that your your idea your website is a great is a great idea and a timely idea
0: yeah 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 there's definitely a, a huge market um, although I think what you just mentioned the biggest hurdle for most people is that decluttering and letting mm-hmm. go or sorting out their stuff. And uh, especially if you imagine you have lived 30 or 40 years in a five-bedroom house um, where then – and the kids usually have gone already for many years and then people – the more place you have, the more stuff you keep. You know, It's just people right. have all these empty or spare bedrooms <clears throat> which actually are not used and and keep putting stuff in there. With, and this is the problem. Then, and that's a big hurdle here to um, – for procrastination basically to make that step and say oh let's downsize let's do it um because people have so much stuff and they don't know how to get started and um yeah and there's also this emotional thing of course um, yes Yes. yeah but I mean I um as I mentioned I've now interviewed quite a few people who, um, who shared their story how they downsized and um I just spoke last week, um, and this is the next podcast, um, which is going to come out next week, um, with a couple from the US. Actually, the Gypsy Nesters. I don't know if you heard of them. They just. I have, pop- I, have, I have. I have talked with them. Ah, they yes. Have... See, so I spoke with them. It was so much fun, <laughs> and they shared their story. And um, I've, and then we spoke with other people here in Australia who downsized and wh- how what they did and how they got rid of their stuff. So. Yeah, it's always good to have these case studies and stories of people as well, um, not only talking with other um, people who help them, but kind of talk to the people who share their own experience.
1: Well, she's it's Veronica.
0: Yeah, Veronica and um, yes. da- David. Yeah, I think David. It yes, yes. Yeah. She's a, she's a hoot. <laughs> <laughs> she was so funny. <clears throat> I mean, I mean, they, I mean, she said they, they don't want others to be as crazy as they are. <laughs>
1: but I think they're pretty crazy. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. But I mean, it's just yeah. That that what the, I mean. Yeah, it's some. I think a lot of people admire what they do, even if they never would do it. But it's just. Fantastic, (laughs) the story. Now they were, I think they were off to Ireland now or something she told me Mm -hmm, (laughs) mm -hmm. for another um, travel experience or I don't know. It's just, yeah, fantastic. Anyway, um, so what um, maybe let's, for for people who have never heard about it or thought about it, what are the benefits of shared living? I mean, you experienced them yourself. So maybe you could just talk a bit about what you experience there.
1: Well, I was going to tell you, um, you're familiar with the the sharing economy, sharing economy, the sharing economy, you know, it's still, um, kind of new enough that most people, you know, about it because Uber and Airbnb
0: are
1: part of of the sharing economy.
0: Yeah. I I know Airbnb. Yeah. Yeah. Do you know Uber? Um,
1: it's the car driving um, you have a car and you drive people places instead of taking a taxi.
0: Oh, right. No, I haven't, yeah. Okay.
1: So a person, a person that would own their own car would mm. be driving people to different to, to places. To different
0: places, mm-hmm. So give but them all, a lift, basically, and tell them. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. But it's all part of the sharing economy. It's taking things that you have and trying to figure out how to make the best use of them. Yeah. So, so like a homeowner that has a home where the kids have left, you know, having people move in. That's part of the, the sharing economy.
0: Mm-hmm. I mean, this is like what people do here a lot in Australia is sharing their homes when they're on holidays. Mm-hmm. So basically they go through four weeks overseas and someone else, or oh, this, this holiday accommodation chain and someone else comes and lives in their house and they go to whatever, somewhere else and live in their house. And so then sometimes I heard about that. Um,
1: but even a few years ago, that, that's a new concept. And now that's become more mainstream now where people are more trusting that, you know, they can rent their house out to someone that they've never met. Mm. So that's part of, you know, once an idea has proven to be socially acceptable, we think that home sharing will will become more mainstream.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And it makes sense because especially like it would make sense where we have not so much space, you know. Mm -hmm. I mean, we had space. The country is huge, but everyone, of course, wants to live near the coast Mm -hmm. or near the city. So this is why it's getting a bit um, tricky now. Mm-hmm. So some of
1: the benefits are obvious ones like companionship and saving money and safety issues. And a lot of times when people get to be a little older, you know, if you fall down and you live alone, you've, you've got a problem until you can figure out what to do in that situation. Mm. So we don't, we don't really see so much of that because our age group is between 50 and, say, 70 and but you know it's a, a lot of it's a financial thing as well so mm. if you if you need if you've got a home and you know you can have people move in you're obviously saving money yourself you're making money and then you're helping the people that move in save money
0: mm, mm, mm. yeah i mean that could maybe also an an option to not to have to sell your family home basically <laughs> which is That's another correct. thing where people have often Maybe not, I mean, I don't know all of them, but I think uh, there is a, quite a number of people who have um, issues to let go of the family home because it has all these memories, you know, of growing memories. up with the children right. and all that. And so maybe, yeah, you could, um, if it's not it's too called, big, it's, you could have someone moving in and then you could mm-hmm. keep it up together. Keep, keep it. It's called, it's in the United States, it's called aging in place. Mm, yeah, so yeah, that's, yeah.
1: Yeah, so most people prefer to age in place if they yeah, can.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah. So, um, I mean, we talked already about the next question, a trend. Do you see a trend in shared housing? I guess. <laughs> it's
1: a huge it's a huge trend. I can't I can't state that mm. I so much when, you know, I wake up in the morning and I look at who's signed on during the night and they're coming in from all over the United States. And then sometimes from Canada and Mexico and, as I said, Israel. Mm. But but we're not even fully have begun our marketing campaign. And, and there's still, as I said, they search for home share and then they find us. So it's a it's a huge trend.
0: Mm. And I mean, it, it's so basically um, when you say people come in from Canada and Mexico, uh so these people are they looking for a home then in the US or are they offering something in Canada then?
1: They're they're offering something in Canada ah, for, right. ex- for yes. example. Mm. But we, we have not been able to help them yet.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean that would be so that could naturally then expand over the borders of the states basically and go into well, other countries. Yeah.
1: Yes. And even getting, you know, things like I said from Israel, we've had more than one. Mm. Yeah. And so
0: that's interesting. Uh, yeah, so it's a lot. um are you do you have people who work with you there or um yes. do you run that on your own or no?
1: no, we have we have um people that help with all the back end of the computer computer stuff. Yeah. We yeah. have, I have a, a PR person and I have a marketing person. Mm,
0: yeah.
1: So there's about 5 of us in varying capacities doing different things.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess and it seems to be a growing market there, yeah, hmm. right. All right. So, um, if someone is interested to have a closer look, tell us um, what's the website exactly, and um, where they can find more about you and your service.
1: It's called Ro- Roommates R O O M M A T E S, and then the number four Boomers. So, roommatesforboomers.com
0: dot com dot yeah
1: com the name of our website
0: that's fantastic um all right um thank you so much for um sharing all your information and um wisdom thank you hopefully that's a growing um topic and maybe we see you one day in australia yes thank you very much for (laughs) having me on your show not a problem karen thank you I hope you enjoyed this interview with Karen Venable from Roommates for Boomers. And that leads us to the end of um, the podcast today. Um, If you have a minute, please um, leave us a five-star rating on iTunes. That would be much appreciated and will help promote the show in the future. Um, For anyone who is interested in getting started um, but don't know how to do it, please have a look at my website, downsizewithstyle.com. And um, book your initial consultation. It's a one-hour phone or Skype consultation where we discuss your challenges and um, you will get some um, strategies how to get started with your downsizing journey. You will also find um, information about workshops and events on um, my website. So please go and have a look there and um, contact me if you have any questions. And for those of you who would like to share um, a topic or who would like to um, he, uh, hear about one topic or have a question please email Bettina B E W T I N A at bdcolordesign.net.au and I'm happy to answer questions on the next show so in the meantime I wish you a great week and I hope to speak to you soon thank you bye <music>